0: I have been here The Grey Goose Adventures of a Modern Robin Hood Henry J. Markham's mining engineer, Jacob Marley... ...made obviously a false report on rising sun oil. Thus I determined to visit him and confound Henry J. But all I found at his chambers in Adelphi Terrace... ...was a dead Marley, stabbed to death, Italian fashion, ...and worse, a grey goose feather left on the scene. I'd already abducted Catherine Markham... ...with a view to persuading Henry J. for his daughter's sake to submit to a little blackmail. And bother me if my scheme didn't go wrong. Entering Markham's place by means of Charlie Austin's skeleton keys, I overheard Inspector Ben Ford, of all people, in an argument with Markham. Rather recklessly, I switched off the light, jumped in, and practically accused Markham of the murder of his engineer, Marley. Tableau. (laughs) In the dark, of course. I even chucked in a grey goose feather for luck, and locking them both in, decamped driving to my little cottage where I'd placed Catherine and Barbara as her maid. You know, Barbara, the fact is I've made some mighty big mistakes in this business of Markham. How? Firstly, I shouldn't have burst in on those two, Ben Ford and Markham. If I'd waited, I'd have learned more.
1: Well, you did. And there's an end of it.
0: You see, too, I should never have kidnapped the shrew. The who? Catherine Markham. But my idea was to use her as a hostage. Make Markham disgorge or threaten him with a fate for Catherine worse than death and all that. White slave, Argentine, etc.
1: Oh, how dreadful, Rowling. Oh,
0: don't think for a moment I could have carried that through. But there it was. Then I hoped to force him to throw all his rising sun shares on the market at low buyer's price. And thus, make restitution. But. But what? I'm convinced that the darn fool is now a murderer.
1: That can't be. He wouldn't do that. No.
0: The only man who knew the whole works was Markham's oil engineer, an expert in drilling, etc. And he was stabbed to death before anyone could get to questioning him. But worst of all, the assassin planted one of my feathers at the scene of the crime, as you saw for yourself. But we can swear you didn't do it. Of course. But the darndest thing is, it attracted Inspector Ben Ford's attention. Anything about feathers always makes him see geese. (laughs) However, he naturally didn't let that obscure his vision entirely. And immediately commenced to trace Marley's connections.
1: And, of course, that led him direct to Markham, his principal.
0: Exactly. And that's where I broke in. Inspector Ben was almost on the point of charging Markham with the murder. How
1: dreadful. And so what happens now? Well, uh,
0: we have to deliver our Kate back unharmed. I have to screw that restitution out of Markham, and then it's in the laps of the gods. So, wake up the fair Catherine.
1: What can I tell her?
0: Oh, confound it. (laughs) Let's keep it comedy for a little longer. Tell her... Yes, say Petruchio is here. Poor kid. She's not going to like this. We'll drive back to the house with her. Then you and she will wait. I shall whistle, say, the key row. Then you and Catherine will enter. After that, heaven knows. Now go and get Catherine. Oh, here, I've brought a big coat for her. She must have had enough of that dressing gown and pyjamas. Hurry.
1: So, you've come back. As I said, my Kate... You can stop the play-acting. Oh, if only I could get that mask off your face for one moment.
0: (laughs) One day you shall. But for the moment, Kate, I am taking you back. And your maid, uh, Barbara, will come with us.
1: Thank you. And also thank you for the coat. Maybe I should thank you for the lecture on stock exchange practice you read me too, but uh, I can't yet...
0: Somehow now, I don't think you ever will. Uh, Miss Markham, I. I.
1: Go on, say something.
0: Tonight, a little later, you will, I think, hate me. Home. Your home, Miss Markham.
1: Then let's go in. No,
0: not yet. Will you, I beg of you, stay out here in the car till I whistle? I assure you it'll be better that way. Give me ten minutes. No more.
1: Oh, do what he says, miss. Why should I? Because I reckon he's the one who knows what he's doing.
0: Will you wait, Kate?
1: All right. Ten minutes. I'll not wait any longer.
0: Thank you. It'll be no more. Now for the chauffeur. Taliborn. <laughs> what a nickname. Italian-born Taliborn. <laughs> Must be in this old stable, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) That'll wake the little blighter. All the better. I want to know about him taking his master to Adelphi Terrace. And, of course, a few other things about knives. Italian fashion. Teleborn. Teleborn. They can't be out, surely. Teleborn. Mm. A light's indicated, I think. <gasps> oh, no, it can't be. Poor little Itai. Dead. Stabbed, too. Another Italian blade. Malcolm! Who the devil put that light out? I did. Will you, whoever you are, put it on again? Not so, and don't move. I have a torch and a gun. You're at a disadvantage. As I said before, who the devil are you? Just leave it that they call me the Grey Goose. And I've called on you to let you know that I object strongly to you strewing my little feathers or visiting cards around at the scene of your filthy crimes. Murder, no less. You're a maniac. Not so. Listen, Markham, there is a lengthy list of your crimes stacked up against you, Fraud and, lastly, murder. Two murders. Earlier on, I called on you and found Inspector Ford here. He, Markham, is on your trail. You damned fool to kill Marley. I did not. Shut I... up and listen to me. Your rising sun, Swindle, netted you a million or more. Marley faked your reports and you cleaned up at the expense of all those small holders. Then the smell arose. So Marley, the only man who could give you away, was eliminated with an Italian dagger, the property of your poor little Italian chauffeur who drove you to Adelphi Terrace and who knew what that visit portended. I tell you, you are quite mistaken. Shut up, Markham, and continue to listen. I was the abductor of your daughter. God help me, how can a man like you ever have a girl like that? However, I abducted, doct, abducted your daughter and was going to blackmail you by threats as to what might happen to her if you proved adamant. There are some skunks in this world. And among those present is Henry J. Markham, who suddenly indulged in murder. I did not. That's a lie. You did. You killed Marley, as I've already said. And Inspector Ford began to suspect it. In fact, he is acting now on those suspicions. Your number's up, Markham. I can prove I was nowhere near Adolphe Terrace last night. Who said anything about last night? You see, Markham, you're a cooked goose. You can prove nothing. Tonight, I went to see your little Italian chauffeur, who was known as Tallyborn. Italian born, you know. Yes. What time? Oh, twelve-ish. That's nonsense. He was in the lodge at the gates then. That so? You saw him? Of course I did. Isn't that strange, because at eleven o'clock, I saw him in his room over the old stables. What did he say? Nothing. You see, he was dead, Markham struck down with another Italian dagger. Poor little blighter. He'd driven you to Adelphi Terrace, you see, and knew too much. All right. You've cornered me. What do you want? Now we are talking turkey. Or should it be grey goose? Don't! Don't! (laughs) Craven to the end. Listen, Markham. Firstly, I'm giving you your daughter back. May I open the French window? After that... You will sign a document. Yes, yes. Father? Catherine, you're safe.
1: Safe, yes, but cold. What is all this about?
0: Your father, Catherine, has agreed to sign a certain document.
1: Saga, don't sign anything, Father.
0: I must. Please don't interfere, Catherine. This document is in the form of a deed of gift. Incidentally, it is strictly legal and drawn up by reputable solicitors. It gives the Chancellor of the Exchequer full powers to administrate the whole of the shares held by Henry J. Markham. I can't sign in the dark. You can now. I've got my mask on. Here's a light. My pen. Ah, here. There. It's signed. You will witness your father's signature, Miss Markham?
1: Yes. Catherine Markham. Your maid? Okay. Barbara Higgins. They're a bit blotted, I think. Sorry.
0: Who's that at this time of night? I can see from the open window. Markham, it's Inspector Ford, if I'm not mistaken. Very well. Excuse me. I'll go and open the door myself.
1: I feel dreadful, Rowley.
0: How do you think I feel? In any case, how do you get away?
1: I just told Miss Markham I couldn't stay as a maid in that house any longer. She saw my point and let me go.
0: Well, he took the only way out. You see, he'd got so much to answer for.
1: But he made amends before he shot himself.
0: Yes. About 2,000 little investors get their money back. Rising sun is booming, and many of them will feel quite rich. <laughs> you know, I really think we showed a good return for our money, Barbara. So, no one suffers. No one? Yes. That's what I said.
1: What of Catherine?
0: Oh, oh Kate.
1: Don't just say it like that. Oh, Kate.
0: Poor Kate, the shrew, alas, poor Kate. Oh,
1: really? I was quite jealous. <laughs>
0: Were you really? Oh, that's fine. Kate, shrew Kate, to whom I once played Petruchio. Barbara, do you realize that you have another name to cross off your list? Yes,
1: Henry J. Markham, financier. One, I'm Daddy's enemy.
0: Listen for another adventure of Roland Fletcher, who calls himself the Grey Goose.